Welcome to Out on the Front Lines. My name is Lester Green and I am your host. Jesse Mack, welcome to Out on the Front Lines. It is a pleasure to have you. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Les. Nice to meet you, man. Officially out here on the front lines, man. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So let's just jump right into it. What does that mean to you, being out on the front lines? Ooh, that's a lot, man. You know, a lot of people, the first thing that come to mind is Army, military. Now, when you really put it in perspective, for me personally, I think it depends on the industry or career that you're in out there on the front lines could be for anything you could be out there on the front lines being a parent you know being out in your community for you know you know personal gains for which for yourself high motivations for yourself so i think it's really really exactly what it is front lines for whatever you see fit for your life <laughs> so I like that. that's how i look at it so yeah yeah so i like that i like that it's a good name great name Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. So I feel like you can definitely connect with being out on the front lines because you're a truck driver. Can oh, yeah. yeah, can you talk to us about what it's like now driving a truck during this pandemic versus what it was like pre-COVID-19? Oh, well, to put that in perspective, I think things necessarily really didn't change completely besides the fact that we knew that we were essential. Ooh. You know, that's what made it a big change. You have a lot of people left and right losing their jobs, getting laid off. My wife was included in this. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, yet I'm still working 10, 12 hours a day <laughs> driving this truck and, you know, making sure packages get on, you know, get on time. And, you know, I think the the biggest difference for me personally is the awareness that a lot of people don't have about us truck drivers mm. you know i've talked about it a lot but it's really been coming out lately that the society the world that we live in do not give recognition to us truck drivers you really think about it, there's no major commercials out there for truck drivers or the the in the the the, the uh what's the term i'm looking for transportation industry there's nothing really out there for us there's nothing about these train operators these people that drive these boats that brings in all the you know produce and products and stuff from overseas no one talks about the process from the train or the boat to the train the train to the truck the truck to the warehouse the warehouse to the no one talks about that stuff mm -hmm. no one talks about the struggle that we go through on a daily day basis and you know that we put our lives on the line in the front line <laughs> absolutely Every single day you know uh, i appreciate matter of fact what's so funny this morning mm -hmm. i actually just preached it this morning at work i was at work talking to a handful of guys and uh we were talking about how there's really no recognition for us and i said you know what it, we're basically on the same line or the same we correlate with the military in a sense. Mm. They're away from the, they're away from their families. They're fighting for their lives. Now we're not ducking and dodging bullets, but we ducking and dodging cars. It's just as important. 
if we blink for two seconds, it could be the end of my life. It could be the end of somebody else's life. You know, we have to be on the road hours upon hours, 10 to 12 hours a day, driving across this great nation and making sure that your package gets on time. You know, your drawers get there, your socks get there, that grandma's great present, you know, that money order for that next business. Or in this case, you know, COVID with the vaccines. If we don't move, we don't come to work, y'all don't get your vaccines, y'all don't get y'all's aprons, y'all don't get y'all's masks, y'all don't get y'all hand sanitizers, and we don't get no, we don't get enough respect wow. as a truck driver out here. So that's just a little taste from an actual truck driver. <laughs> yeah, no, you're speaking my language because yeah. I drove a bus in New York City. I live in Atlanta now. And even yeah. I'm here in Atlanta, I drive the bus. And I feel like now we're finally starting to get some recognition because of this whole pandemic. But I feel like we've been doing the same thing that we were doing before COVID hit. So and then wow. change. Why recognition now? Why now? Right, right. Yeah. But this is this is my thing though, because I know you're a filmmaker. I feel like you need to share your story and bring it to the screen so that people can connect with that. Because you don't see a lot of movies where the lead actor is a trucker or is a bus driver. So that lane is open for us. So I feel yeah. like the filmmaker, you should consider that. You know, talking like that or bringing that, see, I had a thought about doing a trucker movie, but it was more like a horror film or a thriller, so to speak. <laughs> I knew you were going there, yeah. I was going towards the thriller side of things. And then when I talked about the, you know, bringing out the recognition for us truck driver, it was more on a commercial setting, you oh. know, commercial or something like that. But now I'm really thinking about it. I think because I'm not a major key yet, keyword yet, so I'm yeah. getting there. It's going about to happen. Uh, and I, I don't think it's going to get out there the way that I want it to. So I think if I did put together a little short documentary-ish slash film with the character in it, I think that can actually really speak some, I might be able to do something on that and try to, and try to create something. I, you, by you said, I got like 17 things already on them right now. Right? Yeah, the wheels are just Trucking spinning. <laughs> wheels are spinning. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I might, I might take you up on that. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my eye out for that. All so, right. Jesse, you live in Kansas City? Yes, and it's actually Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> I do that. I do that. I do that. Okay. Why? What do people okay. usually mix it up with? Kansas. <laughs> oh, you're from Kansas. You're from Kansas? No, no, no. I'm not from Kansas. I'm from Missouri. It's literally, it's, it's literally cut and dry here. Yeah. A lot of people think when they come to Kansas City, they automatically think of Kansas. Kansas. Thanks to Super. <laughs> but um, Kansas, 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 Kansas. I'm like y'all forgetting that there's Missouri. It's like Kansas is a whole state. Missouri is a whole state. They just kiss together, and it's a large city that sits right on the border. And um, it's it's really it's really a rock throw. It's like like one side of the street is Kansas, and one side of the street is Missouri. You know, if you work in Kansas, you have to pay double taxes if you live in Missouri. It's literally like that. So my job is in Kansas. And I live in Missouri. I have to pay double taxes. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta pay double taxes, man. It's it's it's, it's crazy, but it's literally cut and dry. It's Kansas, Missouri, and it's a battle, just like in sports. You know, the MU and 
KU was playing before they split like they were. It's like, all right, well, you from the Kansas side? Ah, oh, y'all Jayhawks ain't you? You know, yay. We got y'all in football, but we got y'all in basketball. It's like, <laughs> yes. it's just a good, it's a good, it's a good atmosphere here. But yes, it's cut and dry. It's literally Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. It's okay, no, I appreciate that history lesson. <laughs> I knew that, but I know some people probably mix that up all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Hello. laughs> yeah. So, are you an actor too? Because I feel like you have. Uh, comedic side to you. I feel like you could be a great fit for a comedy. You know, I've never done a comedy, actually, believe it or not. Um, I do have acting skills. Um, I was uh, in college. I did uh, my acting class in college. Um, well, let me back up a smidge. So I was I, coming out of high school, I got accepted to Los Angeles Film School. So I was getting ready to take that road to learn filming, and then life happens. Um, but then I had to stay here. So then I decided to finally go to school after my football career was over. And um, I took upon the acting course. So it was a very small class, but I learned a lot because I had to learn how to write a script, um, put, a, put together a stage play, and then I had to act in it, then I had to help with directing a little bit. I had a little taste of how that worked. Um, my teacher, the professor at the time, didn't have anybody that, to record it. She didn't have anybody to do music. I took that up on myself, you know? So I had to do the music. I had to do the, uh, or in this case, scoring. I had to shoot it. And it wasn't more of a comic feel. It was more of a, a drama. But I pulled from a character, one of my top actors in the world is Jim Carrey. Oh. That's number one comedic guys in the world. And uh, I pulled the character from The Mask. Oh, I love that movie. Remember The Mask? Um, he was playing like a uh, a mafia guy. He had a cigar in his face. He was like, "You talking like this? You see? You see?" <laughs> and I had this. I had that. I was I was really good at that voice. I studied his voice like that. I used to do uh, cartoons, and I used to do my voiceovers for my characters. So I used to I used to had a I had a trained voice at the time to really pick up. And actually, you know, you know, do these voices. But anyways, I kind of put this out to put a, you know, a comedic relief to the seriousness of this particular uh, play, which was work in progress. I still got the old boo boo taper. <laughs> it was so boo boo, okay. <laughs> but uh, but it was super good. Uh, but I never took up on the the comedic side. Everyone says I got a funny mannerism about myself, and I kind of play goofy, and I'm very energetic when I'm really talking about filming involved with it. I've acted in some things, but mainly I'm behind the camera. I mainly like to create and write and and really share a story through my lens is what my company's about, which is, you know, adventure through my lens. So, but I, I don't know. No one's never hit me up for that. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I take it. I do it. <clears throat> yeah. So I know you got We Film TV, right? This yeah. new channel that you've launched. And I think it's just brilliant. I really believe that the plan is great and I think it's gonna be very successful. Can you share with us a little bit about that and how it came about, what sparked it? So um, I am a filmmaker and you know, being in this industry is really tough. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a thick skin, true grit type industry. You really gotta grind it out. And, and it's really a goody boy system. 
It's all about who you know, and that person might be able to help you get to the next stage and so forth, so forth. And when you are a newcomer up that has all the potential and ground in the world, no one really takes you serious until you get what they call the spec work, respect for the work that you do. Uh, so I was the young guy really going for it. I thought that all my ideals was all that in the bag of chips and I had the skills and I'm doing this. I'm trying to show up to these, these, uh, these film sets and doing all these things and everybody's saying they want to work with me, but no one wants to call me back. No one wants to give me the time of day because I don't have the, I don't have the spec work. You don't have the good. I try to submit it to some film festivals where I got to pay this fee and this fee and this fee and that guy, that guy, and this person has to watch it. And you never know why you didn't make it. I'm like, you know what? I know how good my stuff is. I don't need you. I don't need you. And I don't need you to tell me that my stuff isn't good enough. So because of the society that we live in about somebody else thinks that they're better than you based off they, their so-called experience or someone that sits behind the desk and just push papers all day. I call them paper pushers. I mentioned they've never done the job before. They've never even been involved. But because they watch film all day, they have all the ideas they just know the right thing so i say i'm gonna eliminate all that i'm gonna create my own i'm not the type of guy that waits for anybody else so we film tv was born um i was originally putting it for myself as a platform just to put my films on there and go out here and try to find some other major films put them on my platform along with mine but when you got license and uh, <laughs> fees i say well trying to get these major films is too it's way too much money. Expensive, yeah. So I started really breaking down, and then the title came to me, We Film TV, came to me out of the blue. I woke up like 3 o'clock in the morning, and We Film TV was the first thing in my head, and it just stuck with me. And I broke it down, and I said, you know what? This cannot only be just for me. This can be for all types of filmmakers that's in the same boat as me. So We stands for all content creators. If you're a person that's in front or behind of a, a camera, rather it's film, rather it's commercials, rather it's music, rather it's uh, 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 movie trailers, podcasts, uh, anything of that nature, this platform is for you because content creating is all of that. It's not just a camera and filmmaking. Content is all of that, whatever makes content for people to watch and view. So I would like that on my channel. That's what I created for. And then the film is basically what I'm talking about. It's a camera. So whatever the camera can film, that's going to be on my, my content. And then it's TV. So I've turned the, 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 the live streaming into like a TV style setup where the live streaming is constantly running with content on it where I'm going to be adding in advertisements on it. There's going to be sections out of there where it's going to be just like regular TV. It's going to you know, be a commercial, but it'll be local talent from your state or from your from wherever you are so you might be on here watching there's some guy from sydney australia i'm going to sydney australia next year well there you go you might end up meeting this guy you know you never know who you can meet or who's willing to buy your product you could be selling something about uh flyers for business and you all the way from you know italy and you make flyers and you got a promo video about your work put it on my platform somebody from kansas city but like you know what you make some good flyers i need a flyer for my I need a poster for my new movie coming out, business for you. So that is what I'm creating with We Film TV, a simple, authentic platform that any filmmaker or any content creator, for that matter, can bring their content for thousands to view and 
you can reap benefits from this. You can win money, cash awards, because I'm also doing um, a competition setting. So all I care about is two things. As long as the content is good quality, and as long as the audio is great. At the end of the day, I am now officially out of the picture. Everything is up to the audience. The viewers have the choice. They have the view. They have the, the whole shebang when it comes. And I have, don't look at me. <laughs> but, what, but what I decided to do on that to help out those filmmakers, there's three things. I, I, can't, I don't want to skip this. But there's three things that we content creators and we filmmakers strive over. Number one is making content. And making this content, we strive to do this constantly, over and over. It's like a, it's like a drug for us. That's all we want to do is keep creating content. Mm -hmm. The second thing we strive for is recognition. Who is going to be able to see this and who's really true and genuine about the feedback? You can talk to Grandma Betty and Fran Mario and Sister Marie and they're going to tell you everything is great because they want to be in your next family or their family member. But what about that other person that don't know you from Adam? That's true criticism. And the fact that we want to get paid for it. Mm. Now that we have done it, we shot it. Now we got recognition and real feedback. Now we got paid. Now we want to repeat it all over again. And that's why I want to create here. And you can do that by submitting your, uh, your content on this platform, receive some money. It could be $1,000 for your next product project it could be you know it could be a uh, you know a thousand dollars or not thousand but five hundred dollar gift prize it could be two hundred dollars off the next lens brand new camera whatever it could be any of these things right. so anybody that signs up for this competitions anybody that becomes a subscriber anybody that submits their film just to be put on the platform every single dollar doesn't go in my pocket it goes right back into the business to go into Android Basic, which is the next big step that's getting ready to start soon, um, and bigger and better prizes for these content creators, and that's 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 the little gist of WeFilm TV. So yes, it's a it's it's work in progress. <laughs> so, do you find it difficult to balance running your own channel and? driving a truck how are you able to do that and then you're married of course so you have that life to worry about as well how are you able to wear all those hats and just balance everything you know i'm glad you said that because uh in one of my podcast shows um we talk about this a lot in my hustler strategy handbook we talk about as one of my show's uh titles and you know i used to procrastinate a lot I used to be that guy like, I'll put it next week, I'll do it next week. I'll put it, I'll do it next month. And I got to the point of getting out of that. So the number one thing was eliminating procrastination. And how you eliminate procrastination is do it now. Mm. It doesn't have to be the entire thing. It doesn't have to be a whole bunch of stuff in one time in one part of the day. One thing per day I have to accomplish. It. I don't care what it is. It could be half of the script. It could be, um, you know, part of this edit, uh, downloading new software, buying new lights and setting up equipment, working on my camera, whatever. I give myself a specific goal each and every day, wow. small, minute. And as I got better, I was able to manage a little bit more. And I'm at the point where I got a little too much in my place. So I got to dial it back a little bit. But, uh, but, yeah, I put this in perspective for my family not too long ago. I work 
10 to 12 hours a day. So let's just say 12 hours a day. Half a day. Out of that 12 hours a day, I try to get six to seven hours worth of sleep. So eight and seven. So what is that? I don't know what that is. I'm tired. Yeah, let's just say just put this is six. Okay, so let's just say you know, you know, twenty two hours out of the day. Okay. So it's twenty four hours of the day, right? So you telling me I only got about two to four hours out of the day to really manage nine different businesses. Mm. Wife or being a husband to my wife, being a father to my two kids, and also taking care of anything else. If I can do it, then there's no excuse for anybody else. That's how I look at it. That's how I talk to my podcast, my my my, my following. You just have to manage your time the best way you possibly can. And the only way that you can really do that is you have to give you get get away from procrastination and just start doing. Just pick it up. And start today, not tomorrow, wow. not next week, right now, while y'all listening, whomever's listening, start right now, whatever it is, and start. That's how I'm able to balance everything. And I understand that as you go along, you start figuring out things about yourself that you didn't know that you could do. And then all of a sudden, you balance and, hey, I'm actually holding this up. Not doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. That's yeah. it. So that's how, that's just one of my little golden nuggets of how I got to this point. But yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like you are creating a legacy for yourself. You got the channel and you got your book and you said you want to take photography to another level. You got your studio. So talk to us about your legacy and the importance of leaving a great legacy for your kids, your two kids and your wife and oh, future generations. You know, <clears throat> me and my family just finished celebrating Kwanzaa. Our first year doing Kwanzaa. And the very last day is faith, Iman, and that was yesterday. And I was sitting down there talking with my family, and I even talked about it on my podcast. And it's my why, mm. the purpose. If you don't have a why or a purpose, then you're spinning your wheels. You're lost, which is okay. A lot of people think that, you know, you go through life and you have to do things a certain way. And you got to make it better for everybody else. And I made all these problems and mistakes. I did a lot in my 20s. I taught everything in my 20s. And I failed pretty much all of it. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. That's the, that's the type of guy I am. I used to blame myself for that. But I actually learned a lot during that time, which molded me to who I am today. And a lot of that involves with my why. Now, before I kind of go deeply into that, your why has to be so powerful that it makes you vulnerable. It makes you break. And if your why isn't strong enough, where you get a little teary-eyed when you talk about it or speak it out, it isn't strong enough. Mm. So mm. I don't want to get too emotional on here, <laughs> so I'm not going to go too. But everybody's success is different. A lot of people's on money. A lot of people think that success is having you know, the riches of life, and cars and houses and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. My, my, mine is very simple and it's the freedom of choice. Now, how can I put that in perspective? So not to go too deep into it. I'm wearing this shirt for a reason. I just finished a documentary. There's a kid in West Virginia that is 22 years old. He started his own nonprofit and, uh, and he was a NICU patient and he's a survivor from it. 
And um, he wanted to give back to his community, so he started a nonprofit. In his first month, he opened, raised over $1,400, gave back to, that he donated to the NICU. Um, and then uh, we met on my podcast, and he wanted me to do a documentary, so I shot it, said it to him. He's loving it, him and his wife or his mom were crying over it, and stuff like that, because my son is a NICU patient. He was in the hospital for four months. He was born three and a half months early. He was one pound, six ounces when he was born and uh, it was really hard for me and my wife. And the devastating part about some of that is I missed his birth being a truck driver. I was on the road and my wife went into labor early and she had to do that on her own in a sense because I wasn't there to really be there for her. So that made my why even stronger than it was before because it's the freedom of choice. And I rather choose to go to work. I rather choose, try not to get too emotional. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm Ooh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So missing that for my family because I have to go out here and make money for somebody else, make them richer, make them happier. And I'm sacrificing the most important things in my life. I cannot have that no more. So I am busting my, you know what, every single day so I can have a freedom of choice. So my son says, Hey dad, I want to stay in Disneyland for an extra week. I can do so. If my wife says, Hey babe, I want to go on a date. I can do so because I choose to do it. It's not about the money part of it. It's about that the money gives me that. I don't worship money. It just gives me that. It gives me that freedom to say, yes, I can do that, man. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. And that's what I'm striving for. So that's just a taste because going further is going to make me emotional. Yeah. So, uh, but that's what I strive for. That's what I work hard for is this family of mine and my, 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 my babies, my boys, you know, I look, there's just something about a genuine father out here. I can't, I'm not talking about the deadbeat. I'm talking about a true father, a true daddy, you know, and if it doesn't make you vulnerable, if it doesn't make you emotional, it's not strong enough to go deeper. So I'm going to give a little tiny bit to that so I can teach somebody, whomever's watching to just give you a tad bit and then you can move on. I'm sorry. This is just a, the motivational side of me, the coach's yeah, side of me, yeah. mentor side of me. So <clears throat> for those who are listening, this is how you find your why. Uh, you want to ask yourself a minimum of seven times why you're doing something. So if you're saying that you out there, your career, you want to be a nurse. Okay, so why you want to be a nurse? And you keep digging, keep digging. And then when you get to that real reason why, it, you will break. You will feel it. You will get chills. You will begin to, you will feel it. I'm going to give a little small analogy, and then we'll move on. Um, I put this in perspective. John wants to be an astronaut. Okay, John, so why you want to be an astronaut? Oh, because, you know, I want to I wanna fly across the moon. I want to see the stars and the universe. Okay, so why you want to be an astronaut? Because, you know, it's, you know, real cool suits, and I got a little globe on my head, and, I, and people look up at me, I could you know, gravitate and all that. Okay, so why you want to be an astronaut? Oh, because, you know, the rocket, you know, it's a thrill ride, you know, going out of space and 
seeing what God created. It's really cool. Okay, so why you want to be an astronaut? Oh, uh, you know, you know, working working for NASA. You know, smart people. I really like that. You know, the science and the science behind it. It's really cool. You know, you could wear a jacket, get the white coat, and I could be a you know a nerd. Okay, so why you want to be an astronaut? Well, you know, my my dad was an astronaut. You know, and he was really, 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 you know, highly, highly valued in, in being an astronaut. You know, he won a, you know, he won a Nobel Peace Prize for building a fancy rest of, you know, rocket. That was really cool. Okay, so why you want to be an astronaut? Well, you know, you know my, my dad, you know, he uh, he died being an astronaut. One of the rockets blew up, and I didn't get a chance to tell him that I want to be just like him. Okay, so why you want to be an astronaut? Because I want to, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to my dad. I want to be able to prove to him that I can be just like him, if not better. So why you want to be an astronaut? Because I want to be able to tell my father that I can be just like him. Now we down to something. Now we got it. Now that, that's just an analogy. It's making me emotional. So, that's what you have to do for yourself. That's what you got to do for your grind. That's what you got to do for your motivation, your career, finding that purpose, that true, genuine why. And if it ain't there, it's not strong enough. You're spinning your wheels. It's not fuel. Your car cannot run unless it has gasoline. My truck, my, my, my semi-truck cannot run unless I have fuel in it. You got to fuel your, 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 your dream with your why. And that is your drive. So it makes it so powerful that nothing's going to deter you from that. Nothing's going to stop you from that. And that is making a strong, powerful why. And when you get that, hands down, you're unstoppable. So that's a little tape. So my bad. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, that's that a little tape. powerful. Thank you for sharing that testimony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you talk to us about why you wrote a book is the book related to that message or is it different no it's different it has a little taste in there but not really my book i wrote um it's called love me life um it's right now on amazon so you guys can look it up it's called love me life by jesse mack and um everything about that book is original my cover and a lot of people are confused until I'm able to point out what my what my cover is. As a matter of fact, I can do it for some of the viewers. Because luckily, I have a copy of it right here. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys can see that. Cover, yeah. So I'm gonna make the screen, change the okay. screen. So if you start if you look at that, a lot of people cannot tell what this is right here. What is that? Oh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you look at that for a second and see if okay. you can see what that might be. Is it maybe some stones? Close. You said no. Nope. Turn that off so we can kind of make that a little easier. Let me see. Oh, are those birds? Yep. So I'm gonna point it out so you can see this. Okay. So you got birds right here. Right. Okay, you have the woods right here. See that? Yeah. Okay. This right here is my son's hand. Oh. This is my nose, my lips, and my face. There's my eye, 
and there's my cheekbone. This is my necklace, and that's my shoulder. Wow. See that? Now, if you look even closer, you can see the stars in the universe right here. It's all through my skin and my pigment. These are yeah. stars. And that's the universe, the galaxies through there. So what you're looking at is actually that story I just told about my son. Okay. This was when I was doing skin-to-skin um, -skin contact with my son for the first time being a NICU baby, and he was touching my face right here. Wow. That is him. So what you're looking at is love, which is my son's hand. This is the love. All this is love. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 I said that back. This is love. Right here is me. And then around me is life. The bad side of life and the spiritual side of life. And then this is the universe that goes in, 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 in the mix of life. So that's my cover when you really look at it. That's beautiful. Yeah. So this is actually... That's too bright. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that um, this is a poetry book. Um, I am a poet. I'm very creative with words, and um, my real real quick, straight to the point story. I'm not gonna drag it on too much. So I wrote a poem for my mother for Mother's Day some years back, and my auntie read it and said out to the entire family and to me that my poem was stolen from the internet. Kind of touched me a certain way. And, you know, it kind of, it kind of jacked me up a little bit. So my mom was like, well, we'll prove her wrong. How about you write poems for the entire family for the family reunion that we're about to have next couple months? I said, all right. Well, me being a truck driver, I got plenty of time to think. So literally on the road, I wrote 35 personalized poems for each family member of my family. And I had to present them in front of my entire family on the family reunion. And I even put inside my auntie's poem <laughs> some, some little choice little things and they're trying to say, ha ha, you know, type situation. But it was some laughs, it was some giggles, it was some cries, I really made some of, my, some of my family members cry a little bit. So I was like to myself, again, with my entrepreneur mindset, I said to myself, I'm going to create some type of way where people can reach out to me and they can say, hey, you know, Lester, you can call me up and say, hey, I want to write, I want to write a poem about, you know, my, my mom or whatever. She's a, you know, she's a real funny gal or whatever. And I said, all right, tell me this, 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 this about her. And you give me a little bit of information, then I'll go home, work my magic. And then I send you a personalized poem for your mom that I wrote directly, specifically for you. That was my goal. But then my wife, my mom convinced me to actually just write a book. So I wrote a small 60-some-odd-page book. I think it is. 653 pages. Real, real small, simple, mm -hmm. sweet, personalized poems. Or not personalized, just poems. Um just some little artistic. I put some of my personal quotes in there and um, just a little taste. You know, it's a real small book. It's only eight books on, you know, Amazon. If you guys would like to show some love, look it up. Love Me Life. And again, just to show you guys one more time. So it's Love, Love Me Life. And it's written by me, which is Jesse L. Mack Jr. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I wrote that uh, 
Beautiful. Lots of time. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. I want to yeah. ask you one last question because we just sure. hit 2021. If you had one wish or one New Year's resolution for the world, what would it be? Ooh, that was gonna be for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's why I said, nah, let me. Let me go a little deeper for Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, a little, he's deeply minded. Brother, let's go ahead and go a little deeper for <laughs> Exactly, gotta go. Uh, for the world, I will have to say, eliminate hate. Mm. If we could eliminate hate, I think it's going to change the world for the best. I try not to be the type of guy that grow. You know, I wasn't taught to be prejudiced. I wasn't taught to be, you know, cruel and all those things. You know, through my studies of, you know, learning about God and, the, you know, the, I mean, thousands of different ways of practices about the almighty deity, whatever you want to call that. You know, I through a lot of that, I became a little prejudiced. I, I had a little hate about it. And it caused me to deter from that because of things that I was learning and, and believing and trusting or fact I had to go back to the beginning and I had to look up the definition of these terms, fact, knowledge, belief, uh, uh, understanding and religion. And when I finally looked at all those things and actually put it all in perspective for myself, I understood that, you know, a lot of this is just man made things that people create about themselves and about the next person and, life as it is and it all comes from hate mm. because you or this or that person thinks that this or that should be and because it ain't that then you're nobody if we can eliminate hate then thy neighbor shall be able to live amongst everybody else and that's why i truly believe in you know do i know this for a fact i can't tell the future i can't tell the past because since you go back in history, it's been nothing but hate since humans came into existence. However you want to call it, it's just been hate. I'm better than you. You're not. Prove to me that you are. Okay, we're going to fight, and I killed you, or you killed me, and ha-ha, we're better. And ever since then, it's been the same. So I don't see it changing anytime soon, but the more that we recognize this one particular word, hate, mm. I think it will kind of really puts us in a perspective where there might be a, a Wally world, <laughs> so to speak. I don't know if you've seen Wally before. Yeah, uh, of course. But if you've seen Wally, it could be a Wally world. Everybody's coexisting as one. I love it. You know, so, uh, so yeah, that's what my take is on that. Well said. Amen to that. So, Jesse, Mac, how can people follow you on social media? Give out your handles. I know you're you're all over the place. I got plugs all over the place. Man. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, 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 no. Here's a general for me. So, currently, my website is not up and running yet. I have recently got hacked. 
So I lost all my contacts, and I had to re- basically rebuild from scratch. Ah, again, going back to hate. Anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got some new names and new things, and my website is almost up and running. So uh, number one, you guys can find me on Facebook under Jesse L. Mack Jr. Um, underneath that, you will see it will say Lamel Mac Studios. That is my personal Facebook page that you guys can find me out when it pertains to anything that deals with filmmaking. If you need a commercial, if you need a wedding, if you need photography for your son, if you need this, you need that, anything that pertains with a camera, I'm your guy. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram, which is Lamel, so it's L A M A L underscore M A C K underscore studios with an s that is on my instagram that's my instagram tag that you guys can find me on that i'm pretty much on that quite a bit i got new content coming um uh for this year i got a couple pending projects that's getting ready to come out here soon um some major stuff that's already out that's like going crazy um but that's my instagram uh my other instagram is we film tv so the same thing so we underscore film underscore tv so that's just getting started. It's a couple commercials on there. That's a little, little advertisement, but that's getting ready to start going crazy as well because now that the channel's only been going for about, you know, close to uh, only like a month and a week or two now. So uh, we will be, I will be coming up later with that, uh, pushing that. Um, and then if you guys would like to download uh, a free app, I'm sorry, people calling me i'm sorry um there's a free app out there uh for uh my podcast it's called stereo so if you guys want to download the app called stereo it's just like a regular stereo like a like a speaker stereo um and you can look me up at um mac motivations that is my name on there um so mike motivations with an s on stereo i do a podcast every friday uh 10 p.m pacific time 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time every Friday with uh, my homegirl, Todd 33 and it's called a Hustler's Strategy Handbook. And we get on there, we talk about anything that involves around your hustle, your strategy in terms of helping you with your success, whatever it might be. Anybody can be a part of that, anybody. Uh, so talk about your hustle, talk about your business, talk about your career or thing that you're thinking about, or just chime in and listen, share it. And uh, be involved with this. Uh, you know, you can chime in on there. So you can create your little emoji, little cartoon character about yourself. Come chime in and talk with us and introduce yourself and uh, let us know where you come from. Um, and then in terms of looking at my content, you guys can look up uh, YouTube, uh, which is Lamel Mac Studios. That's all together. So L-A-M-A-L-M-A-C-K Studios with an S, one word, on YouTube. And uh, the last and final, because I just got this up and running, which is my temporary website right now called the Link App. So L-I-N-Q-A-P-P dot com forward slash Lomel Mac Studios. So again, that's L-I-N-Q-A-P-P dot com forward slash Lomel Mac Studios. Um, And I almost forgot. Uh, my website for my TV channel is called WeFilmTV.com, so you guys can come on, head on over there. It's only $3.99 to sign up as a subscriber, and again, every dollar goes back into those filmmakers. 
No, you cannot see the content on there simply because every content that's on there is a respect to those so they can get paid and they can get better prizes. It's literally that way. I, I did it that way on purpose. But it's only $3.99. So try it out for one month. That's all I'm asking. $4, try it out. Come in, see some content. Um, there's about 20 projects on there. And just, you know, take a view and just take a look at what's on there. And um, if you know of anybody that's interested of uh, getting their stuff on Roku, there's some deals this way. So you can give us a call. My number will be on there, but I'm going to go ahead and drop it now. Give us a call at 800-813-1208 is our number. And then you can email us at support at wefilmtv.com. Again, that's wefilmtv.com. Check us out. It is a new upcoming channel on Roku. Yes. Amen to that. All right. <laughs> I love that. And on that note, Jesse, Mac, thank you for being here on Out on the Front Lines. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure, Lester. I appreciate it. Thank you again. We'll be talking again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Thank you so much. Stay safe out there. All right. You do the same, buddy. Thank you. All right. Kansas City. Yes, Kansas City all day. All day. <laughs> Kansas City. Missouri. you have it thank you for watching out on the front lines thank you to all the supporters again we're looking for sponsors stay safe stay productive stay creative out on the front lines my name is Lester signing out and i am a bus driver so i think driving a bus is just something that is very fulfilling people are depending on me when they get to their destination and they come up to me and they thank me for getting them to their job safely, it makes me feel good. I, I feel like I'm doing something positive in the community. Driving the bus around, you see so many different things and you hear so many different stories and it just really inspires me. I actually created a screenplay where I talk about my life experiences as a bus driver. So I think no matter what your job is, you need to find that sense of purpose. You need to find out why you're getting up every day to do what you do. And I do it because I love helping people at the end of the day.